Welcome, everyone, to Beyond the Panel, brought to you by Balancing Life's Issues, the Business Council of Westchester, and Westchester's ultimate headhunter, the Headless Horseman. I'm your host, Kai, and we're here to give the Talent Tuesday panelists an opportunity to follow up and dive a little deeper into the subject matter they recently spoke to on the webinar. Welcome to the program, Tanika. Thank you. Thank you, Kai. It's really great to be here. Absolutely. So tell us a little more about yourself and how you're helping businesses find, hire, and retain talent in Westchester County. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Well, I'm helping my business, and that's Cuddy and Fader. Um, I am the Director of HR and Administration here at Cuddy and Fader, and I've been here almost 20 years. Um, I've been in law office environments for over 35 years, starting off working for a few of the major law firms in New York City. I then joined CNF in about 2004, uh, attained my HR certifications, and began building relationships within the firm and the community. At one point, after being in the legal industry for so long, I strived to be an attorney, but then I decided to redirect and navigate into a career of management. I thoroughly enjoy working with people. I am solution-oriented, and I strive to lend to the success for both the organization and the people who support it. My experience working in law office environments has enabled me to grasp the dynamic on identifying the needs of the environment so that I am able to recruit for top talent and retain our amazing talent pool. Wow. So, I mean, just talking about solutions and identifying talent, can can you tell us a little more about the types of benefits and options you're seeing since since COVID hit? So, you know, much of what we discussed on the panel recently, you know, the pandemic has brought the relationship between work and well-being into clearer focus. We talk about work-life balance, so I have to say that work-life balance was the first call to action, I feel, for many organizations. Following COVID, working parents were challenged by shortage in childcare options and cost, flexibility in caring for ailing parents and family members, households challenged by teenage crisis, couples trying to start a family and faced with infertility challenges, some of which started the discussion for employers to figure out and strategically implement benefit options and policies that support a work-life balance initiative. And expanding on this umbrella of circumstance, mental health support yielded great visibility and need. Of course, financial accessibility remains a priority, but the paradigm shift in people following COVID incited the need for benefits and resources that concentrate on human focus to what flexibility and autonomy. Makes me think about like growing up in my home, the idea of work-life balance. I, that's, I could not be for a further concept. Uh, my mother was an, a dialysis nurse. My dad worked in restaurants, drove semis. He kind of did everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you spoke to this on the on the webinar a little bit, but, you know, when you don't come from that background and then here you are listening and hearing and then trying to implement these kinds of work-like policies, how have you educated yourself on kind of coming around to these ideas? You know, ironically, it's funny. It's 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 almost an emotional. I almost have a, an emotional response to it. Um, I learned that work-life balance is is important. And as I mentioned, like what what is work-life balance? What exactly does that mean? You know, I remember working very long hours in this in New York City and getting home late. You know, not in time for dinner to spend with my family. Um, but I wor- I learned that. Um, a person's work ethic that drives their commitment to achieving and performing well in their career can also blend into a life 
that is healthy and fulfilling. Um, you know, my children today, you know, teaches me that, you know, the importance of spending time with family and being able to, you know, have those options and that flexibility to, to being able to do so, to be a professional and, and still be able to have some value in their personal lives. I recognize it all the time that I lost with my family and myself. I cannot get it back. And I believe that the preceding and current generations are keen on designing work that fits into their lives rather than create a life separate from work. I think I'll always remain with hard work will pay off. But now I add, take your time for yourself and your family in the process. There are stages in life that you should pay attention to and you owe it to yourself. You can work hard and you can still live a good life. So I think that that's what I've learned. And and sometimes I say, God, if I can get those years back, maybe I would do it a little differently. Yeah, Neil, it's it's really encouraging to hear you say that because I couldn't agree more. And I think some of the some of the rhetoric we hear is, um, well, if I if I couldn't have it, then then you shouldn't, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I think the humility to accept that um, this is where we're at. The world is different, and in terms of attracting talent, given how the world has changed and this idea of work-life balance as, as someone who's going to have a baby in July, you know, I think yes. both my wife and I are, are really grateful uh, mm-hmm. for that. We have opportunities that are providing flexibility where it's really likely we won't need um, any sort of um, daycare um, for a little bit of time, uh, which is great because we have the flexibility that's great uh, built into our opportunities. And so, b- when it comes to you know identifying you know what this person needs or what that person needs, and like these things, like ideas of flexibility, how do you build like kind of comprehensive packages from the benefits side that makes it so that some employees don't feel isolated or or maybe some are getting more opportunities than others. Yeah, so we're so then you know we're we're kind of speaking about equity, right? For for all employees, um, you know, first of all, I think when an organization offers different options, um, it demonstrates their commitment to ensuring equity in the workplace. Access, you know, with access to resources and benefits across the board, is always paramount and and admirable from an employee perspective. Here, for example, at Cuddy and Fader, everyone pretty much has access to the same benefits and policies. And when there is a difference, it is vital that any differences are clearly communicated because I believe that transparency builds trust. Uh, you know, much of what I had discussed is is really kind of being in the know and engaging with your workers and kind of receiving that feedback so that you understand what people are looking for and what their needs are so that you can build that into a a comprehensive benefit package that really support a lot of different circumstances. So I believe just kind of like that personal interaction and, and really spending time to, you know, carve out benefit strategies that really will support the workforce as a whole. Yeah, like so, like taking time to get to know your employees because mm-hmm. that that cadence of life changes. Exactly. Um, like when you come into this workplace, uh, you might not have a child yet, and then you know a few years later now you have a child, and fifteen years later maybe you're now you're uh, a caretaker. Um, so kind of from that top down view, understanding these different versions of life and being able to the, the transparency to show equity exactly uh, across the board, no matter where you're at in life. 
Yeah, you know, and I'd like to say, like, you know, sometimes even with recruiting, you know, um, you know, a candidate may ask, you know, what is your benefits package or what is your maternity leave or your paternity leave? And years ago, you know, when that question was formulated at the interview, it was like, oh, my God, that was like taboo. You don't ask <laughs> about benefits. We don't talk about that. But now, you know, people are, you know, it's important for them to know kind of like what kind of organization that they are willing to to give themselves to and and what can I get in return you know so that they can you know build a career and and have a life and and enjoy it you know together and again you know it kind of speaks again to that blend so you know it's certainly now um, not uncommon yeah you know speaking of equity and you know I want to give this as much attention as necessary but the ideas of like infusing DEI mm -hmm. into these benefits and policies like what have you seen um, on your side that has either helped or or hasn't helped uh, companies make sure they're taking part in that so you know again you know my my involvement in this year over year is like literally I sit down and I tell you my drill is pretty heavy you know just looking at our benefit packages now gathering feedback from throughout the year from employees from partners all kind of sharing with me what their experiences are which enables us to offer a comprehensive benefit package that speaks to the need of all members of our firm. Our policies are designed first to ensure compliance, but also to identify with the needs of various circumstances. Aside from independent communications, you know, we survey and solicit feedback as to the employee experience from, from the partner to the mailroom. You know, Cuddy and Fader is committed to promoting an environment where all members in the workplace is respected and entitled to bring voice to the community. So if someone comes in and say, hey, you know, I'm really worried about elder care. I'm really worried about pet insurance. I'm really worried about, you know, we take all of that feedback into consideration and we come up with solutions that are supporting. We seek out external resources that aid in our perspectives to, to strategically come up with solutions that will provide benefits at all levels. Because again, you know, we have different levels of, of people. So mm -hmm. we have some like maybe highly compensated, you know, uh, members of our firm who may value something a little bit differently than someone who's on the lower side of the, of the you know, a, a lower wage earner. So, you know, we, we take all of that into consideration when we're building our benefit packages. And DEI is not only a discussion for me. I, I'm really passionate about it, and I'm passionate in collaborating with a group of amazing firm leaders who share in the commitment to D, DEI and its effort to support uh, and foster a workplace environment that is enjoyed by all members of the firm. And the firm's success is highly regarded by the contribution of its people. So it's very important that we that we think about our people. Yeah, and I think especially in a place like Westchester County, which you know, the idea of um, retaining young people, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. to be working uh, in, in the companies that Westchester, you know, needs to be in place, your commitment to DEI, you know, beyond words, right? Right. That, the action versus words. That's correct. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, again, so much <laughs> we've we've covered here in like this short uh, amount of time we've had together. But if you had any advice for a business owner who's listening, um, like just one thing they could do today to kind of set in motion, like any of the ideas we've talked about, what what would that be? I'd say spend the time. Spend the time to understand your workforce. 
Utilize your HR professionals, your insurance consultants, managers, and seek out resources to aid in defining new ways on how to foster relationships that build trust and community. And from there, you'll be able to gather the information needed to truly identify with your people and their needs. People want purpose and they want engagement. I recall early on when staff would say, HR can be pretty scary to approach. And my response, well, I'm a different kind of HR. <laughs> so, you know, I think really just, yes, it, we're all very busy in our day-to-day, -day, but believe me, just taking that extra time to put in the work, the benefits will, will show. Learn about your employees. Exactly. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Big thanks to our guest, Tanika, Balancing Life's Issues, the Business Council of Westchester, and Westchester's ultimate headhunter, the Headless Horseman. Be sure to check out thebcw.org for upcoming webinars and events, including Talent Tuesdays. Thanks again, Tanika. Thank you so much, Kai, and good luck to you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Until next time, everyone, take care. Bye-bye now.